Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another bonus episode of the Asian Madness podcast. As many of you know, this month marks one year of the Asian Madness podcast. The episodes this month will be slightly different from the previous ones, so we'll see how that works out. You'll also be hearing some recordings from pod friends wishing me a happy one-year birthday, so that's something I am really stoked about. If anyone still wants to submit a recording, please send it to my email before mid-October. Thanks for sticking with me and for being so supportive. Now, Today's episode is, of course, pretty damn frustrating and quite horrifying. I don't mean the typical murder or assault horrifying. Of course, I don't podcast about happy things, so it's not exactly shocking to anyone that someone will end up dead. The murder details in this case might be a bit off-putting for some listeners, so please proceed with caution. It will get a bit weird. Today's case is something that happened in lovely Taipei, Taiwan about four years ago. This, like one of the previous bonus episodes, has to do with love, or rather how this thing we call love makes people do crazy things, like murder. There will always be people who cannot take rejection or cannot just walk away. Guys and girls, please be careful. Chang Yan Wen, whom we will refer to as Chang, born in April 4th, 1985, had a pretty normal upbringing. He had an older brother and very supportive and doting parents. They were not rich, but they were not struggling either. The family lived in a nice neighborhood, and I say nice because I lived in the same neighborhood for a few years. Chang went to a pretty good junior high school, and because he happened to be academically successful, he had no problem getting into the best all-boys high school in Taipei, then eventually went on to enroll in the top university in Taiwan, National Taiwan University. His brother wasn't so bad either. He obtained two master's degrees from a state university in the U.S. Like I've said many times before, Asians are very, very hung up on grades and academic success. I mean, it's always nice when your kids do well. So in this case, I believe Chang's parents were very proud of their sons, as they should. Aside from studying and being a good student, Chang also excelled in computer gaming during his years in university. He even represented his department in a gaming contest and won first place, 
We tend to label this kind of person as someone who knows how to have fun and also knows how to study. He met both his first and second girlfriends through the internet, and the first one happened to be someone from his school as well. They were seen as the perfect couple, and everyone expected the two to live happily ever after. But later it was rumored that Chang became overly needy and clingy and possessive. His girlfriend ended the relationship. It's not really a spoiler alert, but she really dodged a bullet there. So this guy got his bachelor's degree, then got a master's degree, fulfilled his mandatory military duties, then went on to work for one of the top accounting firms in the world, KPMG. He was making pretty okay money for someone who just graduated. I'm assuming he does come off kind of normal and rather uninteresting. I'm sure you caught a few details here and there that kind of made you go, hmm. In November 2013, Chang friended a young woman on Facebook by the name of Ling Peizhen. She was seven years his junior and had just graduated from university earlier that year. She was now working in Taipei, interning as a preschool teacher. They talked and they met up. They liked what they saw, so the two began a relationship later in March of 2014. Things moved rather quickly for them, as Chang quickly rented an apartment in April so the two could move in and live together. One major problem for the couple was the way they were spending money. But hey, if it's their money, I am in no position to say much. But the fact that they ended up spending way more than they had meant it was a major problem. They were constantly traveling, whether it was to a nearby city in Taiwan or an overseas destination such as Hong Kong. In less than six months, the couple together has spent over 16,000 US dollars on all sorts of leisure activities and shopping. Chang had savings before this relationship, but soon after, he was in debt. They were just spending money like there was no tomorrow. Although their money-spending habit would have easily become a problem in the future, it wasn't their biggest issue in their relationship at the time. Not long into their relationship, Lin discovered that Chang was a very possessive boyfriend, had major trust issues, and had a bad temper. But sure, everyone can get a bit possessive from time to time, and a bit jealous. But this guy would go through her text messages and her contacts. He read her diaries and her notebooks, and even went as far as to go through all her receipts so he could verify her whereabouts at certain times of the day. He discovered that in one of her notebooks, she had made a small footnote labeled the letter K, and his immediate thought was that she had another boyfriend and K was his initial, or something like that. I mean, okay, you literally could just ask her what that means, or just go ahead and try trusting her. There was no obvious sign or anything to indicate that Lin was unfaithful to her boyfriend, but Chang still insisted on going through all her personal items. You know, just in case. As many of us know, this is not how a good relationship works. They've been together for a bit less than six months, and the relationship was getting worse. 
Lin had hinted that maybe they should break up, but Chang said that he loved her and he wanted to work things out. He kept up his behavior, promising to make changes, then going back on his promises. Fight, then beg for her to stay and promising change. A vicious cycle. In September of 2014, after six months, as a couple, Chang booked a couple's trip to Kyoto, Japan, as a way to save their dying relationship. This may not come off as a shock to anyone, but the trip was not exactly a success. Far from that, actually. It was later revealed that Chang had raped Lin twice during their trip, because he believed he was still her boyfriend, so she pretty much owed him sex, and he paid for the trip. He took nude photos of her, and when they were arguing, he got mad and slapped her. She was afraid to fight back or continue arguing because she was in a foreign place and didn't want to risk getting abandoned. She sucked it up and waited patiently for the trip to end. As soon as they returned to Taiwan, Lin told Chang that she still didn't think their relationship was going anywhere. This time, she was very adamant. Chang was angry, and he moved back home. His parents saw that he moved back home with all his belongings and asked him what was wrong. They thought that it was just a lover's quarrel, so when he refused to say much, they didn't press him. After he moved out, he continued to threaten Lin and even broke into her apartment a few times, leaving behind sex toys and, um, signs of him masturbating in her room, as in used up tissue paper and stuff like that. Yeah, gross, I know. He said if she wanted her nude photos deleted, she would have to have sex with him in return. Lin was so terrified that she quickly packed her bags and moved out of the apartment they had once shared. This guy is relentless though. So there is more. About 10 days after their disastrous trip to Japan, Chang was really angry and could no longer take the rejection. He was the golden boy for God's sake. How dare anyone reject him like this? How dare someone not see in him what he sees in himself? On September 22, 2014, he grabbed a large knife he bought from the internet and decided to confront Lin. If she continued to reject him, then he would make sure he took her down with him. If he couldn't have her, then no one can. And without her, his life wasn't even worth living. He ambushed her around the corner of her new apartment. They began to argue, and the following details are just beyond haunting and disgusting. He took out his knife and just went all out, stabbing her over 40 times right there in broad daylight, right next to her apartment. She didn't stand a chance against him, and pretty much died on the spot. As soon as she passed, Chang kind of came to his senses and realized he had indeed just hacked this poor girl to death. He began to cry and started to use the knife on himself, but not the same way he used it on her. The fucking coward kind of made marks on his torso, his head, his neck, his arms. You know, shallow marks. Shallow wounds, nothing that would put him in real danger. Then he did something very strange. He took off her pants, then took off her underwear and began to kiss her lady parts. I know, that sounded really cringy, and and I apologize. 
It's just such a bizarre turn, I really cannot imagine how confused and horrified people must have felt when they saw what was happening. He continued to hold her body until the police and the ambulance arrived, finally taking him away. The paramedics redressed Lynn and took her away as well. Lynn's cause of death was pretty obvious. She had been stabbed in her head, her chest, her stomach, and her hands. Her neck alone was stabbed over 20 times. Chang had sliced himself around 40 times, but none of his wounds were fatal or even close to being fatal. He told the police he was trying to make up for his crime by stabbing himself, but according to the police, he had used the other side of the blade, as in the blunt end, so obviously not very sharp. Both him and the knife, I mean. I believe he did this on purpose because there is no way he didn't know how to kill someone with a knife. Lin's mother received the horrifying news on her daughter's death and was very agitated. She felt guilty because she knew what was going on with her daughter and Chang. She had told her daughter to distance herself from him and that it was probably not necessary to call the police about him just yet. Then, this happens. Honestly, no one would have expected this to happen. You kind of expect things to just blow over, maybe a few more creepy calls and weird messages, but that's it. During the interrogation, Lin explained that he wasn't planning on murdering her, but was planning on killing himself in front of her. But when their argument got out of hand, his rage took over and he just lost it. Okay, sure, but that's still on you. He honestly believed that he was reacting to her actions because he believed that she was seeing someone else. He couldn't own up to the fact that maybe she just lost feelings for him. So he justified his actions by blaming it on her. He then tried to take responsibility by self-harming. I mean, what? What does that even do? He didn't even do it right. After speaking to Chang, professionals came to the conclusion that this guy was a bit detached from society, from what was going on in the real world. He expected things to go his way, but when they didn't, he could not accept it. Take for example, his academics. He was book smart and good at test taking and gaming. He could easily achieve what others couldn't in half the time. Academics is life, and getting good grades and being in a good school meant he was already successful. Life in general was easy for him. If you worked for it, it could be yours. If you paid for it, it's yours. But we all know that relationships don't really work this way. Sure, there are certain relationships such as sugar babies and sugar daddies that are based on money. You give and you take. But if that's not what you're into, no matter how much money you spend on a person or how much time you give a person, if they're not into you, it is never going to work. It's harsh and it's tough, but that's how it is. If you like someone, them showing up, surprising you, is sweet. But if you don't like them, it's creepy and they're kind of a stalker. I mentioned earlier that Lin was Chang's third girlfriend. His first girlfriend found him clingy and decided to break it off. His second girlfriend was said to have shared the same feelings and found him overly attached. 
She allegedly posted on her blog back when they first broke up saying that he should move to a new city and learn to be more independent and stop relying on her. I imagine him to be the type to watch you as you wake up and watch you as you go to sleep. Honestly, we all have different ideas of a perfect relationship. Some need space and friends. Others, eh, not so much. Okay, the dude was officially charged with murder, rape, trespassing, desecration of a human corpse, and intimidation two months after the murder. He was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison at his first instance. Last April, his sentence was reduced to 21 years and 6 months because the court saw that he had reached an agreement with the victim's family and he was seen as a low-risk reoffender. People were very unhappy with this because this guy was definitely not okay. Well, if you thought this was bad, check this out. Earlier this March 2018, his sentence was reduced again to 15 years because he showed remorse. I mean, what the what? Okay, so basically he would be paying the victim's family for the rest of his life and the court was like, well, if the victim's family accepts his financial apology, then 15 years is probably good. I don't really know. People online were obviously complaining, lamenting the death of Taiwan's legal system. I believe the sentencing can be political at times, because everything is a calculated move. Before I finish this episode, I want to share something I read in another news article regarding this case. This article rubbed me the wrong way, but I felt like this is something that has to be pointed out. You might agree with this, you might not, it's your choice. According to one of Chang's friends, Chang was apparently a very good boyfriend and very accommodating to Lin. He spent all his money on her and gave her the best he could, while he spent very little on himself. He had savings before he met her, and after they had started dating, he got into debt. All because he wanted the best for her. Even after all he did for her, she still wanted to break up, which of course would make him angry. The friend also pointed out that Lin also agreed to go to Japan with Chang, so that's kind of like giving him hope. One more thing. The friend states, So why did this happen to this girlfriend? He's had other girlfriends before. Why didn't he kill them and yet decided to kill this one? So clearly, this is also her fault. In Chinese, we say you can't clap with one hand, as in it takes two to make things happen. I hope you all hear how entirely flawed this argument is. Sure, he did give her a lot, but that doesn't mean she has to do what he wants her to do. The only problem is just that he wasn't able to take rejection, and if this argument works at all, he was trying to buy her love with money. What people do or say or act is their business, but how you react is on you, especially if it's violent. How you choose to spend your money is on you. Remember, people don't really owe you like this. Sure, if she made you pay for everything and after you run out of money, she dumps you, you can say she's a horrible person and a gold digger. But like that friend said, it takes two. If she did not threaten you to pay for everything, then it was entirely your choice. 
This is a tricky situation and it can be unique in every couple. I'm just really annoyed at this person's argument, but I suppose that's because he was Chang's friend. A lot of guys in Taiwan still see relationships like this, very old-fashioned and very misogynistic sometimes, as if being a woman and making less money means the woman owes them or should listen to them more. This is just how I feel, and I've heard plenty of dumb accusations saying, for example, how you see that guy with the expensive car? Well, he only has a girlfriend because he's rich. Fuck off, man. Okay, that's my rant. Sorry for expressing too much opinion, but this is just something I see and things I hear, and I hate it. So there you have it. The senseless murder of a young woman who tried to get away from her abusive boyfriend. Rejection stings. It sucks. I know. But is it worth it in the end? He may have some mental health issues that people fail to notice. And I kind of believe that even if she was like, fine, I'll pay you back for everything you've given me, it would have angered him even more. Guys and girls, stay safe. Relationships are cool and great, but please be careful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.